Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, Who Shall Enter the Kingdom of Heaven? Let's pray. Father, we come today ready to receive, hungry for what you have for us today, and ready to apply this message to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks are going to talk today about this topic, Who Shall Enter the Kingdom of Heaven? My friends, Jesus is coming back soon. But sadly, the majority of the world is not ready for his return, and they will pay a terrible price. So who shall enter the kingdom of heaven? Let's talk about that today and start in Matthew 7.21 in the Contemporary English Bible. Not everyone who calls me their Lord will get into the kingdom of heaven. Only the ones who obey my Father in heaven will get in. My friends, that's Jesus talking there. Not everyone who calls him Lord will get to heaven. But how do we know? It's the ones who obey the Father in heaven. And of course, he sent us the word to know what his will is. Now, Matthew 7, 21, the Living Bible, not all who sound religious are really godly people. They may refer to me as Lord but still won't get to heaven. For the decisive question is whether they obey my Father in heaven. Folks, this is so critical. Many people out there, especially politicians around election time, sound like they're religious and they're going to follow God, but they don't follow his word and his teachings. They will not inherit the kingdom of God. Matthew seven fifteen through 21 in the Amplified Bible, beware of false prophets, teachers who come to you dressed as sheep, appearing gentle and innocent, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. 16. By their fruit you will recognize them, that is, by their contrived doctrine and self focus. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Now, verse 20, therefore, by their fruit, you will recognize them as false prophets. 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. My friends, it's not just because we say we're a Christian that we're going to heaven. No, do we do the will of the Father who sent his son Jesus to pay the price for us? Now, Luke Chapter 13, verses 22 through 27 in the Contemporary English Bible. 22, as Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem, he taught the people in towns and villages. 23, someone asked him, Lord, are only a few people going to be saved? Jesus answered, 24, do all you can to go in by the narrow door. A lot of people will try to get in, but will not be able to. My friends, today I overheard the radio when I was out and about in life. Not my station. Somebody else had the radio on. And I heard this radio personality talking about how politicians are messed up. Don't they know that the majority of people support abortion or otherwise known as a slaughter of babies? But see, the world thinks that you go by the majority, and that's how you follow what's right or wrong. But see, this scripture is very clear that we're to go by the narrow door, not the wide door. 
It doesn't matter how many people support abortion. It matters what God thinks, and he's very clear about that area. 25, once the owner of the house gets up and locks the door, you'll be left standing outside. You will knock on the door and say, sir, open the door to us. But the owner will answer, I don't know a thing about you. 26, then you will start saying, we dined with you. You taught in our streets. 27, but he will say, I really don't know who you are. Get away from me, you evil people. Folks, sadly, there's many evil people in the world, including many so-called Christians that support evil things. John 5, 24 in the Amplified, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, the person who hears my word, the one who heeds my message and believes and trusts in him who sent me, has, possesses now eternal life. That is, eternal life actually begins. The believer is transformed and does not come into judgment and condemnation, but is passed over from death to life. Notice, my friends, it's not of those that hear the word of God. It's those that heed his message and follow his teachings in the Bible. Now, John 14, 6 in the Amplified, Jesus said to him, I am the only way to God and the real truth and the real life. No one comes to the Father but through me. My friends, that's pretty simple, isn't it? Jesus is not a way. He's the only way to God. And only in confessing him and believing in him and following him will we make it to heaven. Romans 6.23 in the Amplified, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God, that is his remarkable, overwhelming gift of grace to believers, is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Folks, notice again, it's only in Jesus Christ. John 3.3 in the Amplified, Jesus answered him, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, unless a person is born again, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, sanctified, he cannot ever see and experience the kingdom of God. Folks, no one is going to heaven without being born again, according to this scripture, and God cannot lie. Now, Revelation chapter 21 in the Amplified Bible, verse 6, And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the one who thirsts, I will give water from the fountain of water of life without cost. Seven, he who overcomes the world by adhering faithfully to Christ Jesus as Lord and Savior will inherit these things. And I will be his God and he will be my son. My friends, now how about those who shall not inherit heaven? Eight, but as for the cowards, the unbelieving, the abominable, who are devoid of character and personal integrity and practice or tolerate immorality. Pause. My friends, notice it's not just those that are being immoral and practicing that. It's the ones also that tolerate it and those that are voting for immorality to be legal in our country. Continuing, and murders and sorcerers with intoxicating drugs and idolaters and occultists who practice and teach false religions and all the liars who knowingly deceive and twist the truth, their part will be in the lake that blazes with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now let's go to 1 Corinthians 6 in the Amplified Bible. 9, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit or have any share in the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral or idolaters or adulterers or effeminate by perversion, 
nor those who participate in homosexuality. 10. Nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revelers, whose words are used as weapons to abuse, insult, humiliate, intimidate, or slander, nor swindlers will inherit or have any share in the kingdom of God. Well, that's pretty clear, isn't it, my friends? 11. And such were some of you before you believed, but you were washed by the atoning sacrifice of Christ. You were sanctified, set apart for God, and made holy. You were justified, declared free of guilt in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit of our God, the source of the believer's new life and changed behavior. My friends, we can't forget that any of these things we did before, we can be washed by the precious blood of Jesus if we receive him as Lord and Savior and we'll have eternity in heaven as long as we continue to live for Jesus. 12. Everything is permissible for me, but not all things are beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be enslaved by anything and brought under its power, allowing it to control me. 13. Food is for the stomach and the stomach for food, but God will do away with both of them. The body is not intended for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord is for the body to save, sanctify, and raise it again because of the sacrifices of the cross. 14. And God has not only raised the Lord to life, but will also raise us up by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? I am therefore to take the members of Christ and make them part of a prostitute? Certainly not. 16. Do you not know that the one who joins himself to a prostitute is one body with her? For he says, the two shall be one flesh. 17. But the one who is united and joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. 18. Run away from sexual immorality in any form, whether thought or behavior, whether visual or written. Every other sin that a man commits is outside the body, but the one who is sexually immoral sins against his own body. 19. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is within you, whom you have received as a gift from God, that you are not your own property? My friends, do you notice how many of these verses talk about sexual immorality? And I know I talk about it a lot, but these things are so evident in our society today. Sexual perversion, marriage outside of God's covenant. And that can be, by the way, adultery also. Just as bad as the sexual perversion in our society because God intended marriage between a man and a woman, and that's the only time for sexual union. And see, the other big issue that we have is abortion because it's all due to sexual perversion. People want to do what they want to do. Let's get rid of this evidence. Let's kill that little baby that's going to inconvenience our life. And see, God teaches us here over and over in the verses about the evils of sexual immorality, which is rampant in our world today. And now law after law, legalizing anything you can think of, calling it free choice. Let's close now by again reading Matthew 7.21 in the Contemporary English Version. Not everyone who calls me their Lord will get into the kingdom of heaven. Only the ones who obey my Father in heaven will get in. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that your word is very clear about how to make it to heaven, that who's going to go and who's not going to go, Father. So we thank you. It's your mercies are new every day. Those that are not living for you out there, Father, will repent and come to you 
and turn away from this wickedness. And we thank you that your mercies are new. You'll cleanse them, Father. But we cannot choose to live a dirty life and then say that we're living for you because it's in contrast to your word, Father. So we choose to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.